Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of D.C. media. What's going on, everybody? Tonight, my guest is Brian Smith, a.k.a. Brian Elliott, a.k.a. B.E., who is an actor, producer, and songwriter who has worked with the likes of Dove Award winner John Condrone, music producers Young Yanni and Kane Beats. He has nearly 20 producer credits and has been acting for nearly 25 years. He has also worked on shows like Vanished, all of us, Gilmore Girls, and Arrested Development. So I see Brian's on the line. Let me bring him on in. What's up, Will? Good evening, Brian. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, living, man. man. How you been? Good, good. good man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, th- thanks for making me sound good. Thanks for making me sound good <laughs> with the resume. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. So I'm going to plunge right in. So now you have several films and Pre or post production. So let's talk about this. Three of them I want to focus on for starters. Let's talk about your prom- your pomegranate, mm-hmm. Heart of Dark, yeah, and uh, G, a dark tale of desire. Okay, yeah. Um, all of all of us. Well, that was back in two thousand and five. I moved. I made a way out to L. A. Um, and basically, I moved out there with about two or three credits, right? And I was either going to follow my face or learn something. So I actually went out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the uh, central casting, which is actually a designation for people trying to get into the industry, trying to get their union card, trying to learn a little bit about what set life is about. And I got called one day to go on all of us. And basically I turn, try to turn that background role into something more featured. So when you see all those credits that may be a one-off is more of a background role trying to trying to catch a feature. So um, I do actually have an executive producer credit with Your Pomegranate, which was actually shot in D.C. with um, Richard Vasquez and his wife, Jamie. And I actually had a friend of mine who I've been knowing since 2004, who I work with in theater up in the Nova area, Marcus Lawrence, who co-starred with me in that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, I'm kind of I'm going to kind of jump ahead a little bit. Uh, you kind of touched on some things I wanted to get into later, but I'm going to jump into it now about the difference between the LA market and the DMV market. Oh yeah, it's a huge difference. Um, when I was out there, uh, a lot of the productions that have traveled to either DC or North Carolina, even Atlanta, um they just weren't in those other cities. It was basically LA or New York. And um, a lot of times you either had to move to one of those regions or, you know, do your own thing in your own town, which there's nothing wrong with that. I actually got advice one time from a 30 year vet. 
uh, that told me, uh, well, I read that, uh, you know, you build up regionally, you know, because a lot of times you can either get a nice robe through an audition or luck up and make your own way and actually have, you know, be a big fish in a small pond. So uh, that's kind of the advice that I was given. And, you know, D.C. market is, a don't get me wrong, the D.C. market now and has been a top five region. And basically, um, there's a lot of theater going on up here um, between, let's say, Richmond and Virginia Beach and D.C. and Baltimore. Plenty of work up there. And um, you can find a lot of people doing indie films. I actually shot a uh, 48-hour um production in Silver Spring and uh, yeah. and one here in Richmond as well. Yeah, that's a great a great way for people to uh get their feet wet. Um I actually did that before I turned union about two two, three years ago. So a lot of that was um hustling up some credits, learning the industry, learning how to work with other people and basically, you know, doing what you had to do to get by until you could actually make a way to pay work. So that's that's kind of how I worked it out. So, Brian, you got to talk about the transition to becoming union. I know a lot of people, especially in this area, they kind of struggle yeah. with that. So talk yeah. about the process for you. How did that work out? Um, When I was out in L.A., everybody knows when you're either in L.A. or New York, you can't really get into that field unless you have a union card i did get some vouchers out there i did get some featured roles um i actually had a couple of them credited towards my union status and the thing about it is when you live in la or new york you have of course a higher fee to pay which isn't something wrong but it's it's just that when you can gather your your bearings in a smaller region it doesn't cost as much you're more apt to get an audition um, you're more apt to land a role. And uh, a lot of times those things play a factor into whether or not you need a union card. Because if you're, let's say you're in Nova or Chicago or even in, I don't know, Georgia, Georgia is a market where you can actually benefit from having it. But any other little smaller reasons, um, you have to you have to find out what you need and what you, what you really want to do with it um a lot of times you can get a union card but not get a role because it's just not the, the work might not be there um for, for richmond and nova the good thing about these markets is um they have some productions they have beep up here in dc they have uh-huh. house of cards yeah uh beep house of cards um in richmond i've been on the set of mercy street and the great thing about that was i was union and they had the whole set you know, they had to set mics. So they allowed us to talk. I'm hoping I can get something going with them. Um, they actually uh, premiered their second season January 22nd. And they also shot the film Loving Down Here in Richmond, which I auditioned in Atlanta Paul for. And we're trying to find out whether or not I made the cutting room floor because it's a tough business. You can be union. You can be the A-lister. You can hit, still hit the cutting room floor. Um, so we're trying to find out about that on November the 4th on that release. Uh, basically, that's the difference, man. If you're talking about that, and then once you get a union card, you got to make a decision. Well, do you need an agent or not? You know, so yeah. it's it's it, as you know, it's a real deal. Like that's the difference between 
being union and non-union. If you're not union, there, what are you doing with the agent at that point? What are you doing for pay? Look, 10 years ago, I needed my union card 10 years ago. I couldn't afford 10 years of, you know, just participating. I couldn't afford it. I needed to find a way to make money or find a job, basically. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that, that's kind of my that's kind of my deal with the, the union status. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit more about the the actual process. I mean, you had to get vouchers. I mean, like how many vouchers you had to get? I mean, how long did it take? Sure. Yeah. Um, you have to get three vouchers or get bumped up to from a to a speaking role. That so you get three vouchers. That's one way. Um, you could luck up. Maybe there isn't enough people for background that day, or maybe they were being nice. You know, t- you know, budgets and sets sometimes they're tight, so they can't afford to do those type type of favors. Um, another route is getting bumped up as a day player. You know, somebody might like you. They might say, "Hey, say to say that that has happened to me. That has happened to me on um, uh, my name is Earl. That has uh-huh. actually happened to me on my name is Earl. So th- it does happen." Um, and like I said, at Mercy Street, they have me mic, so that you never know. Um, well, so those are two ways. And the third way, I, a lot of people don't know, but this is why we're on the radio doing interviews. A lot of people don't know that you should, you can actually sign your own production or your own movie as a signatory to the union, but you have to have a union person on set. And that's actually how I got the finishing touch on my, my union status. I shot my own pilot. Had a script. They're gonna make you have a script. So you gotta have a script, a good script, not something you threw together. Somebody who works union already on set. You gotta pay them, and you get it done that way. And you gotta hey, look. You gotta follow. You gotta follow a ton of paperwork. <laughs> so, <laughs> believe me, it's not a cakewalk. So. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's yeah. You gotta really put that work in. You really do. I mean, you're talking about. You know, how often is it that if you're lucky enough to where you can have a whole day of catered food, um, familiar territory, or something you really want to do, and you're getting paid maybe a few dollars, a couple hundred, thousand, maybe a few thousand, or whatever for the whole project, and you're going to get notarized for it. So it's not like, you know, it's not it's nothing light, but at the same time, it's a dream come true if you can get it done. And that's the difference between being professional and just having a situation where you're participating. You know, I have no, I have no problem with people participating. I just know participating doesn't pay the bills around my house. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My my dad joked me one time. (laughs) Exactly. You can't take it to the grocery store. My dad (laughs) joked me one time. He said, you know, people die of exposure. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so it's kind of you kind of got to have a breaking point sooner or later if uh yeah. you really want to really want to be professional about it you can make a living as a background extra you know you, you actually can people do it um they don't have to have speaking lines but that's how it can get done <laughs> that's right so yeah all right yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move into uh producing so now i know you've done like almost uh 20 producer credits so what have been some mm-hmm. of your favorites 
my favorite was working with the gauges out of West Virginia, Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, I actually got my hands dirty with them. Um, they taught me a lot. I had private sessions with um, Clint Gage and Darla Gage. They're a husband and wife couple out of Martinsburg. Yep. Great people, great people. They actually have had shows on um, closed circuit television, and they've uh-huh. actually been in 100 million homes with um, Shotgun Mythos, which I was a part of the very first installment. I had a um, right. yeah, I had a guest role on that, and I was Senator Bovin on, on that episode called Black Hour. Um, they are great people. They taught me the numbers. They taught me the aspects. They taught me, you know, how, how much editing goes into something, how much time goes into something, how much of a reality check I really needed before I thought I was somebody. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I'm serious, man. That Stuff like that is needed if you're really having to want to, you know, you have a goal, you got to, you got to set benchmarks and goals and, and time limits. And a lot of the things that they taught me about the production end of it was let them do their job, learn how to work with people. Um, sometimes things don't come out as you want them. Sometimes it takes a little more effort. And especially if you're talking about being an executive producer or even a, produ- a producer or a supervising producer, you kind of have to – it's a, it's a ball smooth. You got to take a scroll of the set. You got to know everybody's job plus your own. So it's more of a responsibility to me to be a producer or a showrunner and uh, to actually make that you know, that go through, that go through. Excuse me. Um, with the executive producer credit on YP, I'm learning how to have to talk to comptrollers at stations. Um, Find out how to get aggregator um, distribution for the for the movie um, with all the Amazon Primes and the distributors out there, you know, trying to get it onto Netflix and Hulu, having to come up with the money to do that, um, actually talking to people, seeing if they can participate as a sales pitch person for the film to get a license to other stations. So it, all that stuff matters. The gauges have actually done that. That's why I have so much respect for them. Um, they get, like I said, they got into a hundred million homes, um, classroom moments that we actually did together. I was actually a writer and director on a couple of episodes. I actually wrote the whole segment for the music side of the history of the, excuse me, the classroom, um, participation. So they, we did art, we did music, uh, history, uh, math, science that was done with them. Um, yeah. they're, they're, yeah, that their their um child and and some other people that uh, participated and helped. So it was a great learning experience. You learn how to run a program the right way. Yeah, because I know Clint's been on the show before, and he was talking about how you learn he he learned a lot himself by doing shotgun mythos, and then he he did it once, and then he wound up reshooting the whole thing. So you know, just right. a lot of patience. And perseverance in his business. Yes, and and he and he did it, and that's what I was proud of knowing him for doing that. Um, like I said, I was in the first installment, and then he, he rebooted it and did that, and then a spinoff. So he's got three in the can. 
and, and then that with classroom moments and a couple of other documentaries and films. I was there when he shot um, Violent Karma back in 07, 08. So we've, we've done a couple of things together, and uh, they're good people. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, okay, man, we're down to about 12 minutes left, so we got to kind of got to hustle. I got a million questions here. Let's touch sure. on your songwriting because you got all these songwriting credits. And so talk about the yeah. songwriting process and, yeah. and how you got um, into that. It's, it, it was a journey from the beginning. I mean, you know, you, you, you doodle. If you're an artist, you, you scrap paper together. If you're a, 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 like a, a sculptor. So you do things that, lead to what you really want to do and not knowing it. So when I was in high school, when I, when I had a, a lot of downtime in a math class, I didn't care about, <laughs> which I don't you know recommend anybody do, but I would start to scribble in my notebook, write lyrics, write rhymes, try to come up with a sing-along song for the rhymes, checked in with my friends, say, hey, what you think about this? They say, yo, I like it, it's good. So after I graduated high school, I kind of got in a rhythm of writing the songs, learning the craft, learning how to structure a song, putting time into the ingredients of becoming somebody halfway decent to actually shop these songs to Nashville or to uh, the hip hop community in Atlanta or anybody who's out there that's independent trying to do what they can and try to make it. So I did that for a while before I actually got a big break with um, the Young Jeezy credit. Uh, we had to take some action on some, some paperwork, but we actually got it taken care of, and I uh, got a credit on one of his mixtapes. Nice, nice. Yeah. So that kind of started sure. it, like I said. And I kept and I kept all my, my stats and demos, so working with uh, John Condrone out of Nashville. He actually cut my first... My first real demo, um, he taught me a little bit about publishing and how to craft some music, and it was it was good. It was a learning process, a good curve, and um, basically you just go from there. You just got to keep writing. I think my first EPK, I had about 400 songs of lyrics, set of lyrics written. I had um, knocked on doors with Trey songs in the neighborhood. And, you know, uh, following in the footsteps of Timbaland and Missy and, you know, just trying to work my way up through those ranks the best way I could, getting advice from their producers and their label heads and their A&Rs because they're right here in Virginia. So it was the best way I could do that. Um, I went down to Atlanta a few times, hooked up with a manager and basically been shopping and I actually signed up. My first publishing deal in 2009, I got a hold of BMG nice. Music. Yeah, so it's it's legwork, it's patience, and it's learning your craft. So, yeah. you know, those type of, those type of things matter. I, I, I only thing I, I don't like about you know being discovered or having a one-off is that what happens after that's done. You know, you you kind of went there at the beginning. Now you have this whole, you know, what, what they say, once you, you start from the top, where you go from there? And that's why I always say, take your time, work it out, B 
be patient, stay sturdy, keep <laughs> it moving. You know, because, you know, you want a long career. You don't just want to be a burnout, a flame. So that's how I approach the arts yeah. with, with my stuff. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So speaking of being on top for, for many years, I know you've had – you have a lot of acting credits, man. It's too many to name. So what's what's been some of your uh, favorite roles so far? Um, of course, your pomegranate. It was a uh, opportunity to be a lead in the movie. We shot that in D.C. We got extra footage from overseas um, in, Fran- in France and a couple other spots that my director was able to go, go to because he had a travel pass. Um, that was my favorite, working with Marcus working with the young ladies on set as far as, uh, you know, cooperative, I guess you could say learning how to maneuver around new people. So that was fun to do. I never met them before we actually got to shoot. So it was fun to to see what the chops were about, to see how chemistry worked and things of that nature. Um, so that was my favorite one, first and foremost. Um, being on the set of All of Us was another one. Um, if you know that, um, Will Smith is the executive producer of that. And we actually had Alfonso Rivera directing that day. And we had Cedric yeah. entertained as a guest. Yeah, Cedric was a guest on that episode. And um, we actually had Dwayne Martin's wife on there, um, Tisha Campbell. She was on the set that day. Oh, gosh. Who, who else is on? Lisa Ray was on that set today, that day. Um, and Tony Rock, uh, Chris Rock's brother. I actually met Tony. I hung out with him a couple times. A couple of clubs in LA. Nothing too raunchy, just out there having drinks and having fun. So I met a couple of people <laughs> while I was out there. Yeah, man, it was fun. So I'm not gonna front. LA was fun. Um and let's see, let's give you another one. Uh, having my first um I guess you could say being on the set of an Oscar contender with loving. Um, the filming that day was cool. And um being on Mercy Street. And, and learning how to, you know, have a more set life. That's what I call it. I call it set life. Being out there for 12, 16, 20 hours sometimes, and sometimes poor conditions, but, hey, it's for the love of it. And that's kind of how I look at it. So those those three right there have kind of been my face. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so, uh, Brian, we're down to about, uh, about five, six minutes here. So talk quickly about – I know you have several – trademarks out there so talk about some yeah. of your favorite trademarks and then put out there how fans can keep up with you and just uh kind of wrap up with what's coming up next okay yeah for sure um i own my own publishing companies um lordy publishing inc and uh, 804 music as a vanity and that's under bmg music on the universal music group um i've written some hooks that have been popularized and actually, what else? Uh, some quotes that have been on TV shows. Hopefully, you'll hear before, excuse me, the end of next year. And um, those have been my biggest trademarks. Um, other than that, the IMDb page is a way to get a credit, whether it's through editing or whether, whether it's through being on set. So I would say... The, the credits on IMDb, when you actually get on there, it means you're halfway to the mark, meaning like a lot of stuff that actually makes it to IMDb has either been screened or you were on television at the time. So that can be 
eh, here and there with that. But um, that's the trademark that I, I look forward to uh, pursuing. Nice. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then, uh, what other projects you have uh, coming up next that we that we don't know about? What you don't know about? I just released an EP for Katie Achi. Uh, she's probably gonna beat me up for saying that. Katie Achi. Um, <laughs> she's from yeah. She's a VCU student, a former VCU student. She lives out in Charlotte now. Got with her in the studio. Hooked it up with some Yanni beats, and we made uh, a four song run, which was good enough for EP these days. Um, so we did that, released that. First single was called Heat It Up. Got a lot of fanfare. Some people think it's a little too rough, but it's a good song, good track. Um, we're releasing another for the pop side called Crime. And um, we're hoping it can do something. Um, that's one. And film, look out hopefully for Loving and hopefully for Mercy Street um, as a combined act. Um, Mercy Street is on PBS. And uh, they are airing January 22nd. And Loving is hitting theaters November 4th. Please don't be mad if you don't see me. Because I'll tell you, it's rough. <laughs> Trying to get yeah, a cut a in there. So rough business. But I, I made the trailer in Mercy <laughs> Street. So hopefully you can see something oh, about nice. that. Yeah. Oh, and we're releasing, of course, we're releasing uh, Your Pomegranate at the beginning of the year. Trying to get my aggregator stuff together. Trying to get the licensing done so it can premiere on some TV stations. So. So those are what you got to look forward nice. to. Awesome, awesome. Well, Brian, man, it's been a pleasure. Thanks again for coming on the show. I definitely have you on again. Yes, sir, William. I appreciate that, man. Anything you need, just let me know. Uh, can I give out my Facebooks and Twitters? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Facebook for acting is uh, facebook.com, wanna lead, W-A-N-N-A, lead as in line. Um Music, Facebook.com, 804 Music, Twitter, um, B Smith, 326, Instagram, Brian Elliott Smith. All and right. I think that's about it, yeah. All right. And thanks again, oh. William. You, you've you been a big big help for helping me get promotion out, man. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay, man. You have a blessed night. You say bless as well. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Okay, man. Okay. Good night. All right. All right, everybody out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every day. And I'm Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than DC Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit dcmetrotheaterarts.com. That's dcmetrotheaterarts.com. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat of my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my dance Makes a sound no one can find I never met anyone like you I 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.